everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hey. Welcome to Hop Culture. It's me, Grace. Uh, I'm excited to be back after a little break as I moved across the country to Cleveland. Yeah, Grace, tell us a little bit about the move and your house and just how everything's going. Uh, Yeah, things are going pretty good. Although, right before we started this episode, Claire tried to like, because I was doubled over in pain because my shoulders (laughs) hurt Mm -hmm. so bad. Which I think, I'm assuming it's like from the move and from... I think it's internalized trauma of some kind. (laughs) Something's not right. She said my shoulders felt like a cutting board. (gasps) She said there's no like, the whole thing is just like one solid. It's just like a solid sheet of like plastic or like brick or something. I was like, something is not right. So I think, you know, methinks the lady doth protest too much that things are going well. Things are are super good. Uh, (laughs) No, I, yeah, I moved. And then right after I moved, I had to leave to go to DC for like a school thing for a week. So I haven't even really experienced living in my house that much. But so far, I I know how to drive to Claire's house from my house. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can get to Home Depot and the gas station. So I feel like, you know, the the big three. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the concept of my town <laughs> that you've you've invented. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was at Taco Bell with mom, the Taco Bell by my house. There's this little area that's like, it's got a gas station that has Diet Dr. Pepper. It's got a Taco Bell, a McDonald's, a grocery store. Just like a few like lower type thing and she was trying to explain to me how <laughs> lower type thing well, like, she was trying to explain how there's like this fancy area close by she was like yeah it's got i don't even remember what i had but you know something that was apparently nicer than the things that i just mentioned and and i was like yeah i was like this is kind of my town though <laughs> <laughs> because you want to know you want to know where your local taco bell is your mm-hmm. local mcdonald's mm-hmm. your local diet dr pepper i have mm-hmm. a gas station a little bit north of me and a little bit south of me that each have it. So if one is ever out, I can just hop in my car. That's a good go situation. To the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was worried about that because in Claire's area, it's just a, it's just a lot harder to find a gas station that has. Yeah, we have a dearth of uh, good pop gas stations here, unfortunately, which I'm just, reminded of they every just time. Run clear. Mm-hmm, they run clear. Yeah, and they've blamed the <laughs> pandemic for a long time. Which I feel like we're on our second round of blaming the pandemic because now there's the like supply chain issues again. Mm -hmm. But they've just Mm -hmm. been blaming it the whole time. There's just no Diet Dr. Pepper for some reason. So uh, I was excited (laughs) for Grace. Only in that one BP (laughs) station. (laughs) There's a shortage in parts of Cleveland. Exactly. Okay, so with Grace moving and, you know, kind of getting settled, discovering her town, we thought it would be fun to rank and rate our favorite and least favorite grocery stores. Because I feel like when you move, that is one of the things that you have to do is like figure out where you're going to grocery shop, if there's like local ones, if your local Walmart is a disaster, if it's not you know, things like that. So we are going to go through some favorite nationwide and local chains. We're going to share our dramatic experiences within those walls. 
and we'll give each of them a rating on a scale from one to 10. So let's start with, we've already kind of touched on Costco in a previous episode, so we're not really going to worry about that today. We'd all give it a 10 out of 10, as we know. We have also covered Walmart quite thoroughly in past podcast episodes, but I feel like we would be remiss if we did not, you know, start off by acknowledging it has the largest market share of the grocery industry. So we do need to acknowledge Walmart as an existent part of our lives. What would you guys rank Walmart on a scale of one to 10 in terms of your experience there? Hmm. Walmart has such dramatic highs and lows for me because mm-hmm. uh, in general, something about it is calming. I love it. I love to be in there. I acknowledge that I'm not shopping local, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just It just makes me feel good. It's like it. <laughs> McDonald's in a foreign country when you're just like, I just need to go somewhere where I know I can get a Diet Coke and some fries, yeah. you know? Like I'm, I'm safe. I'm home. That's Walmart to me. I wouldn't say I feel safe there. Yeah. But I feel comfortable. (laughs) There's a distinction. I don't want to go in Walmart, but Mm -hmm. I frequent Walmart grocery Mm -hmm. delivery and pickup. Yeah. I was going to say, I would rank my experience in Walmart, other than the Eagle River Walmart, because that holds a special place in all of our hearts. But Mm -hmm. other Walmarts, I would rank maybe a four or a five as far as my Mm -hmm. experience. But if you're talking pickup or delivery, that's a different story. That's a 10. I feel bad. I would maybe give it as high as a seven. Oh, I'd give it a nine. It pains me (laughs) just because (laughs) I can get everything in one stop. Mm -hmm. I know that's not the trendy avant-garde way to live life, but like I can get socks, I can get windshield wiper fluid, and I can get my groceries (laughs) like all in one stop and it's very convenient. (laughs) The Chamberlains used to think, didn't they think we lived there when we were kids because they would see us there all the time? Yeah, like... (laughs) They used to think, they were like, every time we go to Walmart, you're in Walmart. They thought our family was obsessed with Walmart. <laughs> I didn't feel like we were that obsessed. We just, I don't know. We went there. It's like the, we did a lot of store closes Projects and crafts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was a convenient stop for those items. So. It was a one-stop shop. I remember buying a lot of clothes there back in the day. So yeah, I mean, we did, we liked it. It was very exciting when Walmart opened in Eagle River. So I mean, take it or leave it. It was part of our childhood. The next one is Aldi. Do you guys have a lot of experience with Aldi? And have you been there? It's kind of like a Midwest and South thing. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's not I've everywhere in the US. a couple times and it was not my favorite. And I think I just don't know enough about it. Like, I don't know what's the good stuff to get, you know, because mm-hmm. I was kind of like, sure. eh. I haven't had a chance to go yet, but I know that I'm going to love it. <laughs> like, I feel like Aldi is like the type of store that's for someone like me. Mm-hmm. I think you'll like it. When we moved <laughs> to Ohio, I had a few friends say that either grew up in the Midwest or live here now. They were like, oh, you have to check out Aldi. And I have a few friends here that love it. I'm the same as you, Anne. It's kind of the type of store. Okay, so I had a bit of a meltdown in Aldi like the day we moved here. And it's become a bit of like a sticky part of my past because everyone loves to bring it up and like tease me about it. (laughs) So people had told me like, hey, when you move to Ohio, you need to check out Aldi. So I was really excited. And, you know, I'd never been to one, but I'd heard the name enough to have brand recognition, right? So moving here, I had never seen our house Dave had been here once and he had seen the house and I'd seen like pictures and videos, but 
things are just always grace would you agree with your house things are just always a little different in person <laughs> grace in grace's case severely different in did some, you tell some cases did you tell on the podcast my reaction to the house no we felt like that was something you needed to share <laughs> i walked in because we had you know my dad and i had driven across the country to move and so like i was really tired for some reason i had decided i wanted to drive the u-haul the whole last day because i wanted to feel like mm-hmm you know, I brought us into town. It's kind of like when you run a marathon and it's like, I'm going to run the last mile. Yeah. Like that was like you with driving the U-Haul. So I was like, I really had my heart set on that. But then I was kind of tired by the time we got there. It was night, like it had just gotten dark. And we, we pulled in and I don't know why in the dark, it just, it looked, it was tiny. I was like, this house is so small. The walls are closing in on me. Everything was tiny. And then we were upstairs and I was like, is, guys, is this going to fall down? And dad was like, what are you? Like, and Dave was helping. He's like, no. And I was like, is the floor just like swaying under us? Like anytime someone moves, it's just shaking. And like, it's not. And it was just me. I was shaking and, sw- and swaying because of like the stress of moving and just exhaustion. I hated the house yeah. so bad. When you came home, I was like, how was it? And mom was kind of like, well, she was kind of just like charging around. She was really quiet. Yeah, it seemed like, understandably. So I completely relate because that was kind of how I felt. Like we roll into town, tired. We met the realtor at the house. And I do, I love our house, to be clear. I love it now. But just I think seeing something that is that big of a commitment for the first time is just pretty overwhelming, you know? And so just being like my people-pleasing self, I also felt pressure to be like, wow, I love it because Dave really wanted me to like it and I didn't want to hurt the realtor's feelings. (laughs) It doesn't really make any sense. (laughs) But I didn't want to hurt... Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to hurt her feelings personally. And dad was there, you know, so I'm trying to like be positive. It just looks different than I had imagined in a lot of ways. And then it was really stressful because something, long story, but there was like a glitch with our paperwork and we weren't going to be able to close that day. And so we were staying like an hour south at a friend's parents' house at their lake house. And so right after seeing the house, we were going to be driving down there and it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. So we were going to need to buy all the food for like the next week. And it was like, okay, I guess we need to go to a grocery store before we head down there. And I'm trying to think through what should we buy, you know, that we can make meals out of. And I was just feeling like super overwhelmed and a little bit of maybe the martyr feeling of all of this is on my shoulders. I'm having to think through all the food for everybody, you know. So I just put in my phone like grocery store near me and I didn't recognize any of the local, but I'd heard of Aldi and I was like, okay, I guess let's check out Aldi. Like I've heard it's great. Bad idea. Aldi is not the kind of place you go. It's not a Walmart kind of thing where it's like a one-stop shop. You know, they don't have recognizable brand names. They don't have everything you need. And also, unfortunately, the one we went to was in not such a great area, which also added a little, you know, additional stress to the situation. So we go in and it's like very confusing. There's the whole quarter thing. You have to have a quarter for the shopping cart. We didn't have a quarter. So like a, a nice lady gave us a quarter and you walk Walk in. I didn't recognize any of the stuff. You know, if you've been to an Aldi, if you know, you know, it's not a place that you go when you're sort of in a, a sweaty panic about, well, I guess we have to do our grocery shopping for the week, sight unseen, you know. So 
everyone is just sort of following me around the store and I'm kind of having like a little bit of a panic attack. My head was kind of spinning and I was like, I don't know what to do. I have so much on my mind. I'm like kind of stressed about the house. And Dave likes to say that I was like, just get peanut butter and jelly and get out of here. I don't think it was quite that dramatic, but I was like, I I was just like, let's just grab, let's just grab some cereal and some milk and just like get out of here and I'll regroup when we get to the house. That's word what Dave said. Yeah, that's exactly. It's just a slightly different different tone and I believe Dave's. I wasn't quite that panicked, I like to think. I wasn't quite that panicked. And then we get up to the front and there's no bags. And of course, I hadn't brought, you know, reusable bags. And there's some system with the carts where like they use the previous person's cart to put Clearly, I did not know the ins and outs of Aldi. I was feeling very disoriented and it sort of turned me off to Aldi for a long time. But Mm -hmm. I've since gone back. I do think it's the kind of place where you need to know what is good. And I think if I was organized enough to be the type of person that's like, okay, I'm going to stock up on all my canned goods or this is where I buy my eggs. Like there's certain things that are really cheap there. I know that if I got into it, it probably would be great. I just, I can't go to like eight grocery stores a week, so. Yeah, the cart situation kind of scared me away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't been there. <laughs> yeah, anytime there's like a lock, locking cart, I'm like, this is too European. Yeah. <laughs> I need the double wide Costco cart situation. I need samples. I need to kill the planet with my reusable bags. I just, I can't. I can't be that organized when I go grocery shopping. So don't hate me, Aldi lovers, because I know you're out there, but I would maybe rank it a three out of 10 personally, just due to difficult memories. <laughs> Let's talk about favorite childhood store. So the Alaskans listening will remember cars, which turned into Safeway. And I think there's Safeway iterations all over the country, right? Do you guys have any strong feelings about Safeway stores? They used to have good Chinese food. <laughs> mm-hmm, oh, yeah. The best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delicious yeah. takeout Chinese. My main cars memory is... I don't remember it because dad just likes to tell this story. But apparently when I was a toddler, he took me there and the checkout lady said, wow, your little girl looks just like you. And dad said, say thank you, Claire. That was a great, that was a great story that (laughs) dad's told me a lot over the years. And I also had to be carried out kicking and screaming because there was a big guy. Big guys are just like mascots. And I was terrified of them as a, as a child. And there <laughs> was a, a hostess. It was a Twinkie. It was a cowboy Twinkie. And I could see his cowboy hat over the aisles. And I was in a panic. And I we had to leave the premises. <laughs> it was hysterical. I love the thought of that. <laughs> Well, that's where I got the infamous apple fritter that I. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yes. And gagging on. But I love Safeway donuts. Those were mm-hmm. donuts are a staple good. in my childhood. It felt special because mom always said that I could eat it before we left. And some, I just didn't understand how they knew that I, <laughs> I didn't get that she could just tell them that I had had a donut. So it was some kind of like magic that I could eat it and then we weren't stealing. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was very exciting to me. Yeah, Cars so was great. I would great. Cars probably eight out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Solid. for like happy childhood memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next on the list would be Trader Joe's, a personal favorite of mine. I... There's like certain things I love at Trader Joe's, but going there really stresses me out because it's always so packed and Mm -hmm. the aisles feel really small and it's just kind of hard to get around. And I feel like they always have terrible parking lots. Mm -hmm. So it's like never (laughs) a good experience. 
for me when I go. But they do have really good treats and stuff. Mm -hmm. If I can go alone with unlimited time, then it's a pretty good experience. But the only problem with Trader Joe's is that I just still have not learned what's there. And so I always go with a list and come out with like nothing on my list (laughs) because they didn't have any of it. And then I come out with barley and like brie cheese, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) just these random items. But it's great if you like that. (laughs) Yeah. If you like barley and brie cheese, it's the place for you. But I agree. People that are like, oh, I do all my grocery shopping here. You're clearly a single person living in like the big city or something because (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm probably going to have some people. (laughs) I just feel like with my crew, there is no way I could buy everything. I mean, they just don't have, they don't have diapers. You know, they don't have everything we need. They don't have toilet bowl cleaner. It's a fun. Claire has never sounded so much like a frazzled mom. as she. (laughs) That's true. I'm like letting all of my stress. I mean, really grocery stores through the pandemic have kind of been, we probably should have waxed philosophical at the beginning, but the grocery store was kind of, it was your one outing of the week. And it was sort of where, you know, the drama, played out on the stage of the grocery store because the lines and now we're facing inflation and I don't want to get too dark here but oh, the grocery okay. stores <laughs> <Claire says laughs> <face> right now <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just teasing No, but Trader Joe's, it was a commitment during the height of 2020 because they only let like 18 people in the store at a time. And so the line would be wrapped around the building and it was definitely a commitment to go. It was like, I'm risking everything to go here because I'm going to have to wait in line for an hour. And yeah, it's not a place where I really feel comfortable bringing all of my kids because it's just crowded and there's too many like young, trendy people and I need to go and have it be a fun experience because I want to look around and see what's new. It's not a place where I could just stock up for the week, but I do love it. I really love it. I would still give it probably like a nine out of 10 just for the fun factor for me. Yeah, I'm a fan. I definitely can go months without going there. You know, it's not a staple, but Tess once roasted me for having just a freezer full of Trader Joe's frozen meals. (laughs) Well, it wasn't the fact that you had a freezer full of Trader Joe's frozen meals. It was the ones that you had chosen, like that cheese (laughs) stuff. You had like a bunch of those cheese meals. The Indian food, the paneer pralik or whatever. Yeah. Just so many of those. I think you had like... <laughs> They're so good. Like I probably six. had like four of them. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> that's what a frozen meal is for. You pull it out yeah. when you when you need it. I mean, that's true. I, I just... It's also the most cost effective because it doesn't have rice in it. A lot of them are meals that you could heat up and eat as a meal. So it's got a little bit of rice, mm-hmm. a little bit of the main... That's I know, I've gotten main, this. And so you cook this. Tell us the reason why this was a good decision. <laughs> yeah, I like Trader Joe's for probably the same reason that I'm anticipating liking Aldi, which is that for me, as a single person with no kids, going to the grocery store is just a time for me to wander and pick things out at will as they seem interesting. I never have a list and I just get whatever suits my fancy at the time. So Mm -hmm. wow, yeah, I do like that about Trader Joe's. Yeah, it's definitely fun. I would categorize it for me as more of like a fun experience. Plus, their seasonal stuff is so fun. That's really how I mark time is what seasonal things Trader Joe's has rolled out. (laughs) Can I give two tips? Yeah. Well, this isn't really a newsflash, but just their flowers are the best. Like if you're going to take someone flowers, that is absolutely the best place to get them. They're so cheap. They have really cute 
bouquets. That's where I always tell Dave. I'm like, if you're going to give me Mother's Day flowers, get them at Trader Joe's because they're cheapest. And then their greeting cards are so cute. I think they're just a dollar. And most of them don't have a message. Or if it's a message, it's just like, Happy Mother's Day. You know, it's not, you don't have to like sift through all of the terribly sappy messages. And they're really (laughs) just cute and cheap. So if you need greeting cards, that is my favorite place to get them for sure. Let's move on to Smith's slash Kroger slash Fred Meyer, which is what it was in Alaska, that chain of stores. What do you guys think? 10 out of 10. Fred Meyer is the place to be Mm -hmm. in Eagle River. Walmart is like everybody goes to Walmart, Mm -hmm. but Fred Meyer is like the cool store. It's true. Walmart is like hometown comfort and... (laughs) Fred Meyer Even is... Even though it's like a national chain. <laughs> it's like the cool... It's like a little edgy. It has an edge. I don't know how to describe it. And it has delicious clothes. potato wedges that mm. everyone in high school had to go get. Once you got your driver's license and could go get Fred Meyer potato wedges, you were like, cool. Yeah, it has better clothes for sure. Because I remember as like a teen and tween, it had name brand. It had Nike. Yeah, that's true. They have a, like a big yeah. like shoe section and stuff. Mm-hmm. In the Fred Meyer, not in... Like every Smith, and they have a good selection of health foods and like more, Mm -hmm. I don't know, international foods and specialty items. Yeah, they have a huge Mm -hmm. selection of stuff in general. If you need something like for a recipe and you're not sure what will carry it, there's probably a better bet to go there than to try like Walmart first. Yeah, 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 for sure. Walmart's out of. If you need something specific, Walmart's almost always out of stock. Mm -hmm. It's for (laughs) sure. It's not actually as convenient as it seems. Yeah, we we make it sound like they have everything. In theory, they do, but 90% of it will be out of stock when you need it. So yeah, that's actually (laughs) a really good point. Which again, for someone like me who enjoys stopping at a Walmart, they're out of something, going to the next town, you know, going to the next store, (laughs) looking for it. (laughs) Going in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, like, yeah, you try like Linden, you try Mm -hmm. American Fork, you try Mm -hmm. the like North of Lehigh ones. (laughs) But yeah, if you're just like, you want to get your grocery shopping done, Walmart can actually be very unreliable, especially depending on the day that you go. Yeah, Smith's, I have nothing but good things to say. I miss it. That's one of my saddest things is we don't have any kind of Kroger chain around where we live. Tell me this. Is it true that Kroger originated somewhere in Ohio? Mm -hmm. Cincinnati. And yet Cleveland does not have... Don't get me started. Within an hour, is there a Kroger grocery store? Um, I'd have to double check. I know there's none in at least like a 30 minute radius of us. It's so strange. I know. It's very strange. I was shocked by that when we moved here because I knew that it was headquartered in Cincinnati. So I was like, what? There's no Kroger's. And when we went to upstate New York and Palmyra a couple of weeks ago, we got to try out Wegmans. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. It consistently wins best grocery store chain. And they're in upstate New York and Pennsylvania. And it was so nice. Like I was like, okay, I understand why people love this. It's in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is like an hour and a half from here, but it just hasn't made it over the border into Ohio. So yeah, the local chain we have here, well, we have Heinen's, which is really nice, but it's just a little too pricey for yours truly, but it is nice. And then we have Giant Eagle, which is sort of the everyman's grocery store, I would say. I don't know, maybe my local friends could disagree with me on that. 
it's fine. It's not my favorite. I think Tess and mom had an incident at Giant Angle <laughs> the last time. Well, it wasn't yes, the last we time you were here. It was a long time ago. It was. It was a while ago. But mom and dad cannot be taken through a self-checkout of any kind. Mm -hmm. No, I've learned that the hard way. I don't know why they keep going through (laughs) self-checkouts. They they know this about themselves. They have identified it in themselves. We have told them never use a self-checkout again, but they continue to do so. So mom and I were in Giant Eagle and she said we were only going for like one thing, but then we ended up picking up five or six items. Classic move. I was like carrying them in my arms, trying not to drop any of them. And they were big, right? They were big items. I was really laden with all these things. And she was carrying some too. But then we got to the self-checkout and you need some kind of card. Yeah, there's like a loyalty card or whatever. Yeah, so you need that to be able to check out. And we didn't know that. And so mom was getting real flustered and she gave me all her items. So then (laughs) she's making it blink and the lady had to come over like... (laughs) three different times and items are just falling out of my arms like one will fall I'll reach down to get it another one and it's it's just making a huge ruckus I don't really remember how the story ends I I know that we like ran out hanging our heads in shame so they let you go did she scan something so you the lady I think took pity on us because we were obviously so out of towners yeah we were definitely out of towners well and then more recently we had an incident in Costco with mom and dad where dad was really hasty to get through the self-checkout line and missed, <laughs> I think, one or two items because he just wouldn't let me. I was the one scanning. And then eventually he like pushed me over and had to scan. But then he <laughs> lost track of what had been scanned. <laughs> it was That's the risk disaster. with Costco is there's no bags. So you're just sort of willy nilly. Hope I've scanned this. And then you have to well, put it back in the car. But and- how hard is it to, to just put? I just put <laughs> things the area in the where- area where... Yeah, you yeah, but your if your cart's open. too full, there the area needs to be equal yeah. to the size because that happens at Walmart. The area where you put the bag is the size of two bags, oh, and I'm Walmart like, if I have a heaping cart, yeah. well, yeah. the thing about Walmart's though is they will let you because this is where mom and dad get into trouble a lot in the self checkout is they'll put the things into the part with the bags mm-hmm. and then try to take them out, mm-hmm. but you're not allowed to, or mm-hmm. you know stack too many and be trying to just balance bags and the bags <laughs> Walmart will let you take a bag out and they don't they will. penalize yeah. you. I give them so, credit for yeah, that. Walmart, I just Walmart's think is actually like a dream. If you have that many items, I feel like self-checkout is for people who don't have that many items. That's always Not been my the philosophy. Walmart here because they don't have any lanes open that aren't self-checkout. Look. <gasps> wow. Ben. Whoa. Except the cigarette lane, actually. Yeah, that's got to be open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you've been a Walmart cashier like I have, then you know that you can handle a large cart of items at full speed. Mm -hmm. That's my philosophy is Mm -hmm. I'm like, I know I'm going to do it. When you get trained, they're like, don't put too many items in a bag and I can just stuff my bags full. And so Mm -hmm. I'm actually either Mm -hmm. saving my reusable bags or saving the environment by doing self-checkout because I have these bags stuffed, breaking, (laughs) corners popping out. Mm Mm-hmm. That I've bagged myself. I have scented toiletries with bread. I'm living <laughs> on the edge. I'm just putting well, things. Luke is a former bagger mm-hmm. and he's very proud of that fact. And so he will not let me. <laughs> he'll, he'll get on me. He'd be like, you would be fired on the spot for that. <laughs> and then he moves things around. <laughs> 
I don't want to hurt Luke's feelings, but I think they would just be happy to have you. Honestly, they're short staff situation. Yeah. <laughs> Grace, don't they have some kind of contest at Walmart to see like how fast you are at scanning things or something? At my Walmart, they did. It wasn't really a contest as much as just like a metric that they used. They didn't punish anyone for being slow, but they wanted us to be fast. And I went online and I looked up different tips and tricks that you can do to like Mm. get your numbers up. So Mm -hmm. I I respect that. I was pretty fast at it. I agree with you, Tess. I do think it is kind of courteous to not. It's like one of those unspoken rules where I do kind of think if you have a huge cart, it's a little uncourteous to go through a self-check. I mean, some places have a number posted, but I do think in general it is nice to leave the self-check for people that just have a few things. But last time I was at Walmart, they had one lane open. It was back into like weaving through the clothes. And I was like, I can't do this. If they have a million self-checkouts open, I'm just going to do that. Well, because Walmart a lot of times has like 15 self-checkouts. Yeah, they had plenty open. But in Costco... That was not the situation. We had 11 items, so they could all fit <laughs> very easily. <laughs> they were two small items. So basically, end of story is oh. what was he doing? He missed scanning a watermelon. <laughs> we oh had to my go gosh. back and scan it. That's so, so embarrassing. so funny. It's, it's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. We got all the way to the door, and she sent us <gasps> back. And we had already had a few incidents with other employees, <laughs> <laughs> so it was really... I They're like these to- people. That's yeah. so funny. I always think as I'm approaching the like receipt checkers at Costco, like they can probably tell from a mile away that you've done self checkout, even without the like blue. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they can probably uh-huh. just see. Like, look at her jumble. Yeah, it's such a jumble because they're so good at stacking things in an organized manner there. I'm always just like panicking. I always have this like pressure to go really fast. And so I'm just like throwing everything back in my cart. All just, mm-hmm. like, a mess. We didn't touch on Target. Do you guys grocery shop at Target or not really? Not really. I think only rich college girls shop. That's what I was going to say. Target. It's totally just for college girls. That's the only time in my life I bought groceries at Target was when I was in college. You know who I saw buying a lot of groceries at the Target in Cleveland was a lot of young single men. Oh, well. They might be confused. Were they trendy? Mm-hmm. They were so trendy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were that trendy. They had like all their groceries. Yeah. I've never really seen somebody like grocery shopping in Target. So I was a little taken aback. I do like their Archer Farms brand. So here's a situation where I'll buy groceries. I always buy our airplane snacks there because I'm at Target anyway, right before a trip buying last minute, you know, sandals or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, I'll check out a couple fun snacks for the kids because they expect a snack bag. It's just part of the process. <laughs> so I'll get like Archer Farms granola bars or whatever. And I'll get maybe like Halloween candy there or milk if we're out of it. But yeah, I wouldn't do our full on grocery shopping there. I think Target is just for moms on girls night out making TikToks now. I think that's really the only people that are in the aisles because that seems to be like 90% of the content I see on Instagram are like reels of moms being like, girls night out and they're dancing in the aisles of Target. (laughs) Does anyone shop at Whole Foods? No, but I'm going to start. Whole Foods, I think the closest one was in like uh, Salt Lake or something. something. Yeah. Yeah. So there's one right at my house now. So I'm Mm -hmm. kind of curious to like dip my toe in the Whole Foods 
world. I liked the Cleveland one. That was a fancy Whole Foods. Yeah, that's a world that we don't even we don't even know about. If any of you are Whole Foods people, let me know what's good. Do you go there, Tess? I do not, but I do love I feel like Harmons is kind of in a similar vein. It's a little bit lower and but it's still very expensive. Lots of health foods. I don't really shop there, but Luke and I go late at night sometimes, and he just likes to look at the Clean Simple Eats mm. protein powders. Just look at them <laughs> and imagine <laughs> buying them. He's <laughs> he loves he's he's always excited. There's always like maybe one new flavor, and he'll be like, oh, they got the maple donut. <laughs> we never buy it because it's so expensive. You're never gonna use you know five pounds of maple donut protein powder, but mm-hmm. he just likes to look. Wait, and I like to look at the cheeses. Harmons. Oh, oh, Harmons. Harmons. Yeah, Harmons is so Salt fancy. Lake is I love to go to the Harmons. Yeah, Harmons. that's like, another one that's more of an experience than yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Sprouts. I miss Sprouts. <gasps> sprouts. It's a chain, right? I love Sprouts. Yeah. I think it's somewhat of a chain. There's a place called Fresh Time. I think out here that's very similar. So if you want to check that out, it's a very similar vibe to Sprouts. We have a lot of feelings about grocery stores. Really, I could talk about them for hours because I have <laughs> yeah, I have, I have so much to say. <laughs> but we will go ahead and head into weekly wins so that we don't belabor. I like how we said we weren't going to talk about Walmart and then we ended up coming back to Walmart for a second time in the episode. <laughs> like five times. <laughs> it's hard not to. <laughs> maybe that's what well, we need to be like branding ourselves. And I mean, maybe that's just an opportunity mm-hmm. that we're missing here is we're like the, the Walmart sisters or something. <laughs> Does anyone have a weekly win they want to share? Well, today I finished our half marathon, the Haunted Half in Salt Lake. It was very fun. We had to get up at 4.30 in the morning to get there on time, Mm -hmm. which is horrible. And then I have so many dramatic stories from this one experience. We got bused in school buses from the parking lot. I think it was like a 20 minute or 30 minute drive. It ended up being a whole hour though, because our poor bus driver was so confused. I think he was really tired because it was like 530 in the morning and there were so many angry passengers. (laughs) And I was like, the race doesn't start till 8 a.m. We've got (laughs) <laughs> hours like hours, hours. freezing cold outside and drizzling why would you want to go stand outside while they blast yeah, cherish music? that's your all you're gonna be doing yeah but there were just so many ladies in the back like we can guide you we can guide you we've been there before and <laughs> he was trying to explain from the front he was like they gave me a specific route that i have to take because i think he said the sheriff wouldn't let him go the normal route because it would block traffic too much to have all those buses going so anyway there were just lots of angry passengers we finally made it it was freezing at the start line and I was huddled and Luke was like aren't you excited and I was like I want to go home but I (laughs) didn't (laughs) I actually did think about it I was like I wonder if they would argue with me if I said I need to go home (laughs) like I feel like I was thinking of like Survivor how like Jeff usually tries to convince them not to Mm -hmm. and I was thinking of like if I did want to go home how much would I have to argue that's interesting I've never thought about there's probably a bus of stragglers where they're like okay head over there and it's all the people who've had stomach issues or like last minute things and they're like I gotta go and that'd be an interesting bus to ride back I think it'd be kind of fun parking lot with (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we started and Luke 
bombed ahead, got a great pace. Did you guys line up with the pacers, the little signs that say nine minute mile or whatever? Yeah, we lined up behind my pacer, my pacer in air quotes, because (laughs) I wasn't ever planning to stay with them. They were too fast for me. They were like the 13 minute mile pacer. And and I made Luke line up with them with me. And he bombed ahead, got a great pace. I found a strange group of friends, kind Mm -hmm. of friends. We weren't running together, but we were running in kind of a mash. When one person started walking, the other person would kind of like run and pass them and then they'd start walking. And every time we'd kind of do like a little cheer as we passed (laughs) passed each other. It was really sad. An island of misfit toys, so to speak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's tough when like the moms with the strollers too. It's hard anytime those people are way faster than you. Katie and I... One time ran a 5K and neither of us had trained. <laughs> there was a kid <laughs> with crutches ahead of us. Like, no. I'm- <laughs> Wait, he was on crutches racing? Yeah. Oh, no. oh my gosh. <laughs> How did <laughs> he had to take a lot of breaks? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That exact thing happened to me basically. And there was this guy in a banana suit who was walking, but it was that it was like a deceptive walk because it looked Mm -hmm. like he was walking, but he was really pretty Mm -hmm. fast. He beat it was a shuffle by a few minutes. And so that was because Luke sent us he sent like a picture to the family group because Tess had sent a message earlier that was like, this man in this banana suit is beating me. And then at the end, Luke was like, she did it. And it was this cute thing of Tess crossing the finish line. But he's like, the banana was her pacer because he was like right in front of her the whole time. <laughs> and mo- whole time. mom I was so goes, that banana. was the banana guy walking and he beat Tess? <laughs> like well he's shuffling because it was a live photo and it was like did you see the live photo it was like mm -hmm. he was like hurtling himself forward yeah it was a fast it was like a low to the ground but he was shuffling quickly yeah (laughs) i was proud because even though i was really slow i had a lot better form than (laughs) than everybody else in my group because i actually looked proud for doing it most of them looked like they were walking or shuffling but at least i looked (laughs) Like I was running the whole time. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. How are you feeling now? Are you are you ill? Yeah, I am quite ill. <laughs> it took me like five <laughs> minutes to reach this room from my room, which is just across oh. the small hall. So <laughs> I'm This I'm is in a what I pain. don't quite understand about running. I'm like, is it fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's unpleasant in the moment, and then it also like ages and harms your body. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where's, <laughs> where's the benefit? The moral superiority mm-hmm. of just being able to say that you're a runner is really what it comes down to. Yeah, and the yeah. bagels that you get after the race mm-hmm. that somehow make the hundred dollar entry fee worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else have a weekly win? Uh, yeah, I would say my weekly win was this last week I went to Washington, D.C., like I think I mentioned at the beginning, for a school thing, because I don't know that I've actually said my full program on the show. I don't remember. I'm going to Georgetown for a master's in finance, uh, and so it's mostly online, but there's a few things that we go to D.C. for, and so I went for this case competition, and it was a week-long thing, and at first I was... Kind of like Tess, I got there and I immediately was like trying to figure out how I could possibly escape. I was like, (laughs) 
could I make them think I broke my lip? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really wanted to go home. It ended up being great, but it's so expensive there. And I was being such a cheapskate because I just moved. You know, I've never spent so much money in my entire life as buying this house and moving. Mm-hmm. And so the food being like 20 bucks for just you know, something that would cost 10 here was not flying with me. So I had this bag of beef jerky that I got from a gas station and I had a couple other gas station snacks. People would go out like, like, oh, let's go to a bar and like do, and I would just go to my room and just eat like a little bit of jerky. She was being so dramatic. She sent a picture. She's like, this is the haul I got today for dinner. And it was random packaged muffins that she pilfered throughout the day. Yeah, because they provided breakfast and lunch. And so I just sort of like once every Everybody had gone and there was just a few extra like smashed muffins. I would just grab one and put it in my bag for dinner. And then we're like, isn't there somewhere close by like a subway or something? And she's like, there's a Jimmy John's. I'm going to go there next week. And we're like, you're going to have one meal well, okay, like the I, whole week? I, did, I ventured out to Five Guys and it cost like with taxes and stuff, I think it was like $16 mm-hmm. for Five Guys. So even your just mm. normal chains were like way more expensive. We're that. Cleveland but people now. Up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I missed Cleveland for sure. And since moving to Cleveland, I didn't realize how upfront people would be about not thinking that the place you live is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I just never experienced that. But anyone that I would mention that like I was from Cleveland would kind of just say, like, oh, you know, and, and just not say anything. And then when they found out I moved here by choice and not for a job, they were like, why would you do that? They were like actively... <laughs> And I also think it is because I had only lived interesting places in my life. Like Alaska, people are usually like, whoa, that's cool, you know. And Utah, at least here, people would be like, I go skiing there, you know. But Cleveland, it's just sort of like, oh. Yeah. But like, do you say that? I mean, I've met people from (laughs) flyover type states and I'm usually a little bit interested. I would never be like, oh, you're from, I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Iowa. That's so That's lame. so sad. Yeah. Like, no, it's why true. Why would you choose to live there? <laughs> it's so strange <laughs> yeah. to me, but I missed it. I think that Cleveland's a great place. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Well, I just got home from a Michigan football game. So I guess I'd say that was my weekly win. If you know me, you know I'm not really like a sports person. I had like a football pass my freshman year of college and I think I went to like two games and left early. (laughs) I did that with mine too. (laughs) But one thing we kept losing, I'm like, there's no point in Mm -hmm. suffering through this game. We're just going to lose. Yeah. I'm just not really into it. But everyone kept saying like, oh, you're at the University of Michigan. You got to go to a game at the big house. And you're just like, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) fine. So... (laughs) (laughs) We realized the football season is about to end. And it's been a really good season. I think we're undefeated. So, you know, Matt really wanted to go. And I was like, okay, yeah, that'd be fun. Like, I haven't been to a football game in a long time. And so we managed to buy some student passes off of people. And as soon as we walked in, it was so majestic. I've never seen so many people in my life. There were over 109,000 people there. Wow. this massive stadium and I feel like in Utah maybe I went to some games that were against other teams in Utah or something Mm -hmm. so there would be fans there from both sides but everyone in the stadium was all wearing like blue and maize and like everyone just was so excited and it was really fun 
And we took Hazel and everyone thought she was so cute. And like, as we would walk through the crowds, people would just be like, oh, look, look, a baby. And like, <laughs> <laughs> Not a baby, she's massive. We put her in her, her baby carrier and like, <laughs> she barely. Oh, you were did. wearing her? Yeah, poor Matt. Well, that's why they thought she was a baby. <laughs> She did not look like a baby in that thing. That's so funny. (laughs) So, yeah, it was it was really fun, and we totally smoked Northwestern. So, ooh, it's very rewarding. (laughs) It's very prestigious sounding, and now you can show Hazel that photo someday and be Mm. like, "See, when you were a baby, quote unquote, we took you to a football (laughs) game, and it was a great experience." That's my thing with sporting events in general. Is it's like a one time thing. You do it for the photos and then it doesn't have to become a regular occurrence. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my weekly win is related to you and Matt because since we moved into our house, our fridge, something has been wrong with like the hookup to the water source. And so it has never properly dispensed water or ice. Like it barely makes any ice. You get like one cup of ice a day. And I'm very stingy with it. Like when neighbor kids come in and they're like, can I get a drink? I'm like, yeah, but no ice. Like, like I don't (laughs) let the kids use the ice. And I realized for a long time I have said, I don't mind lukewarm water. It doesn't really matter to me. Water temperature is, you know, it's neither here nor there. I'm just happy to quench my thirst in whatever form it comes. But I've realized I think I was just telling myself that as like a a protective measure (laughs) because... Matt was very perturbed about the fact. So we did have a plumber look at it when he was here doing something else. And he was like, oh, yeah, we could fix that. It'd probably be around like $200 or so. And it was one of those things where we're like, yeah, maybe we'll get to it. But we don't really care that much. And maybe it was more than 200. Maybe it's more like 400. But anyway, I mentioned that to Matt and he was just like, what? There's no way it would cost $400. That's ridiculous. And he was like, I think I know what you need. So it was very sweet. He just told dad. Dad was at the hardware store getting something for Grace's house when he was here. And Matt told him what to get. And he didn't really ask. He just, (laughs) dad came in with the part and Matt was just like, oh yeah, that'll do it. And I saw him tinkering with a pipe and I was like, oh, are you guys going to fix the fridge? And he's like, yeah, I think this will do it and stuff. It was very sweet. And so he fixed it and it works great now. And we have cold water. I'm drinking cold water out of my mug with ample ice. I have all the ice I could hope for. It was so (laughs) kind. I watched Claire fill her Stanley mug (laughs) with just like lukewarm tap water. (laughs) This is how you have been using your mug this whole time. You're not even like appreciating its full benefits. I would use the ice I could. I would get ice in the morning and then by evening it's gone. So I did have to just resort to warm tap water most of the time. But yeah, I was so grateful. And as a token of my appreciation, I tried to give Anne a gift, which she rebuffed <laughs> multiple times. It was so rude. She's stealing my joy of giving. When Anne was here, we went thrifting one day and I saw this pumpkin pie pie plate. And I said, that's cute. I might get it. I realize that's what I say when I'm shopping because I'm self-conscious that people will think I'm buying too many things. So I put things in my cart and I'm like, I'm not going to get all of this stuff. Yeah, I say put, it to Dave too. She put 
Grace backed me up. She put the pumpkin plate in her cart and she said, I don't think I'm going to get this. Yeah. But- I think she, she was like, <laughs> put it I'm in not my sure cart. if I like this, but like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not it sure if I like it. was very much like that she was not going to buy it. She yeah. went into it. <laughs> she thought it was silly. She wasn't going to get it. I don't think I said I think it's silly. She I said, just said I'm stupid. <laughs> it's stupid and it's ugly and I'm Who not going to buy this? it. And so, you know, we're shopping around and I told Claire, I was like, okay, if you don't want that pumpkin, I'll buy it, you know? And and she's like, oh, well, we'll see. And no, I didn't. And, and then another lady, lady yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some other lady comes up and is like, oh, I didn't see that. Good job to Claire. Like she had made this great find. It went to my head, I'll it admit. Went to my head. <laughs> she wouldn't let me buy it. She bought it for herself. Oh, my word. <laughs> You didn't ask about it again. I just was like, yeah, I think I do want this. And I didn't know it was a point of it was contention. It was a point of contention. I was just kind of making fun of you for saying like, mm-hmm. you didn't want to get it. And then you wouldn't relinquish it. Like, it Grace got in on it too. Grace was like, Claire didn't want it until Anne wanted it. And I was like, well, that's not true. As like more and more people were paying attention to it, mm-hmm. her attitude towards it became a little bit more like. <laughs> That's <laughs> human nature. <laughs> Anyone would feel that way. So I bought it and then I was feeling guilty later. I was like, did Anne really want it? And mom was like, yeah, I think she did. And I was like, well, now I feel really bad because I didn't. It was five dollars. Like, I don't care about it that much. So I tried to give it to Anne as a thank you for Matt fixing our water and she won't take it. Well, you, okay, you said you were going to cook a pie in it for Thanksgiving and that then I could take it home. So I just. I said, thought you said we'll we'd see. just see what happens. Well, yeah, we we'll see. see what happens. <laughs> okay, I know another, you want to put a pie in it. So that's another thing it. that Claire said at the beginning was uh, it's kind of cute, but I just don't want to store this all year. Mm, that's right. Wow, Grace, you suddenly have a really great memory. Like. <laughs> For what happened, we I were not involved. Am so excited to see this plate. <laughs> it's not even that it's exciting of a so plate. Good. It's gonna be disappointing. We need to post a picture of it on our. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not probably even that great. It's just shaped like a pumpkin. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody, because at Thanksgiving we will see what happens with the pie plate. Who ends up with it? Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>